so we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If this is your first time with us, then thanks for listening. Feel free to go back and listen to our archives where we've talked about sex and why is that the first thing that comes to my (laughs) mind, right? Drinking. Profile pictures. Profile pictures. Crazy stories. Yeah, they're worth listening to. Produced every Sunday and show notes are found at SoWeMetOnline.com. So we met online. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was somebody who I had previously been in a relationship with. Hmm. This goes back to the question of do you try again? Yeah. What was crazy about this was it was literally one year ago that we had met. And then a year later, we were swiping through Tinder Mm -hmm. and we reconnected on Tinder. Okay. Again, hopeless romantic. I'm sitting here thinking, wow, maybe there's a little fate working here, right? So I said, how about if we meet up and catch up? We haven't seen each other in a year. Uh, We dated originally for about two months, maybe three months. And we were exclusive during that time. And when things ended, um, we didn't really have any major fights. There wasn't any major issues as to why we ended. I think it was just bad timing for both of us in our current lives. And we just faded apart. And so when we reconnected on Tinder, and we decided that we were going to meet up again. I was kind of excited about it. I wanted to see what had happened, you know, where she was at in her life, what mm-hmm. was going on. So we met up, went out for drinks, didn't have dinner. <laughs> uh, so we began talking and it was a great evening. We had a lot of fun. We reconnected. She tells me she was really sorry about the way things had ended before. And she was hoping that we could get back together and you know, and try again. Uh-huh. And I said, well, okay, yeah, I, I would love to see you again. So I get home after the date, and I get a text message from her saying, thank you again, good night, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Next day comes, I get a text message from her, and she said, so are we exclusive? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, I- excuse me? <laughs> She said, well, I've never really done this whole get back together with an ex. So I figure we just, what, do we just pick up where we left off? Are we back together? Should I change my Facebook profile to saying we're in a relationship? Oh, no. I'm like, no. At least she asked. And yeah, at least she it. asked. She didn't <laughs> just do it. So I said, you know, I had a good night. Uh, <laughs> it was nice to reconnect. And I would be happy to, you know, see you some more. But I don't know if we can call this exclusive right now. We we just started talking again, mm-hmm. right? So then she says, well, I have another date lined up for Wednesday. So should I go on it? Or should I say no because we're going to get back together? Oh <laughs> it's like, I can't tell you what to do. If you want to go out with this guy, go out with them. Right. If you don't. Don't. If you want to see me again, fine. But I'm not ready to just jump into something after reconnecting in one night. She ended up going out with the other guy, and I ended up not talking to her again. (laughs) Until another year later. Yeah, until another year later. But it brings up a lot of really interesting conversations around how do you decide when to become exclusive? How do you decide and how do you talk about it? Totally. So... 
there are no rules. There is no protocol as to when you should become exclusive with someone. And, you know, the way things are now with online dating, I do think it takes longer to decide to be exclusive with someone because there are so many options out there. I also, I mean, in this case, even though she sounds a little cray cray, <laughs> at least she asked. She and did didn't, ask. I mean, she explicitly said, yes. are we exclusive? Because yes. people make so many assumptions. Mm-hmm. You know, they hear what they want to hear. They assume that if they say it, the other person agrees with them. So at least in this case, she didn't make any assumptions. No. She was a little ridiculous, <laughs> but at least she didn't assume anything. She did ask. She did ask. Yes. I mean, my opinion is if you want to be exclusive with someone, you have to have that conversation together and come to some sort of agreement. So let me tell you a little bit about my perspective on this and specifically around what you were just mentioning earlier that in today's dating world, we are surrounded by options. Absolutely. We have more than enough people that are bombarding us either through our profiles and notifications and swiping left and right and all of the other processes to connect with people that our options are greater than ever before sure but for me personally Mm -hmm. i don't like all of that clutter Mm -hmm. if i actually decide to start investing my time with somebody i usually only invest my time with one person at a time i wait to see how that progresses and if it doesn't work out Then I say, okay, moving on, and then I meet somebody else and invest my time in somebody else. that's the mature way to do it. Yes. So in doing that, I'm not cluttering myself with, who did I tell this story to? And did I have this conversation with you last night or somebody else? Okay, he's only making fun of me because (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I couldn't remember if I told Chris something or my date something last night. (laughs) No big deal. Maybe I told both of you. You probably did. But there's the point, right? I don't want to sit here and wonder, did I tell this story to you and not to you? (laughs) And should I tell it a different way to this person so I remember who I told it to? When I decide to actually begin dating somebody, I've already made the choice in a roundabout way to be exclusive. But she hasn't. She hasn't. And I fully understand that. And I fully accept that and I acknowledge that and understand that even though I have decided to focus on one person, she is probably not. And she has, and this is the case with a lot of people who I meet, they are most likely dating multiple people or seeing multiple people. I'll tell you another story as an example. I met somebody through a mutual friend. This wasn't somebody I was dating. It was at like a a dinner party. Mm -hmm. And the conversation about online dating came up. And I began to ask her questions like, you know, you're single, yes. Are you dating, yes. Uh, What sites are you using? And she's like, match and, you know, something else. And I was like, okay, well, do you have a date coming up? She's like, yes, I actually have a pretty busy weekend coming up. Okay. I go, well, well, define busy. What do you mean busy weekend? She said, well, I have a date lined up for Friday evening, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Sunday morning, Sunday evening. I have five dates, five different guys all weekend long. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do you keep track of it all? I understand you can. Spreadsheet. But yeah, there you go. 
But you know, at what point in time is that too much, right? Because you may decide that you want to start getting exclusive with one person, and you're still trying to juggle. You're not going to decide that that weekend, though. Sure. See, exactly. I'm more in that camp. I like efficiency. So if you can fit five dates in a weekend, more power to you. It's extremely efficient. And then you know if you want to see any of them again.、Mm -hmm. But you still ultimately have to balance that out to a certain point where you get to the, saying, "Okay, now I want to focus my attention on just this one person." Yeah, eventually. Right. It's、and、just keeping、no、a bigger funnel. Then you have a very narrow funnel, and other people have a wide funnel. It's not that I have a narrow funnel. I just don't have the time. Well, who does? Right. I mean, it's it. I don't. I hate the expression. I don't have the time. I like if you don't have the time. All it means is you don't make the time. Right. Sorry. That's not a personal <laughs> knock on you. It's just that I believe that everyone has the time to do whatever the heck they want. It's what they make time for, and I respect that you want to focus on one person. I think that would be a dream for most women. It's just with all the technology, that's not how things work. Yeah, it, I mean, it's totally not how things work. Exclusivity,、anymore. even ten years ago versus today, I do think was faster because there weren't as many options. How about our our parents' day and age? Right, <laughs> you know, basically, you find someone who likes you, you're exclusive. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's oversimplifying it, but it's true. You send a note across the room and check yes or no if no. That was in first、boyfriend. grade when when my first grade crush Sean would send me notes. Do you love me? Circle yes, yes or no. Yes. And I would I did a write in. I would write. <laughs> I wrote maybe, maybe. exactly.、Yes. <laughs> but things are different, and exclusivity cannot be assumed anymore. It has to be. Said explicitly in a conversation, and you have to say what that actually means. Does that mean that we don't date other people? Does it also mean that we delete the online dating sites? Does it also mean that we change our Facebook status? Does it also mean that you know there are a whole litany of things that it didn't mean before, but now it does? Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you one more story before we go into our break, and that happened to me once, not because I had chosen to be exclusive with one person or whatever, but. I was in a relationship with a woman, and we were talking. And at one point in time, I said, "Look, I'm not interested in dating anybody else.、Mm -hmm. I want to date just you. I'm only interested in dating just you. And so, for me, you're the only person right now."、Mm -hmm. And she said, "Okay." And we proceeded to date for a few months. And three months in, I find out that she's still dating other people. And I said. What happened? Well, I said that I wanted to be exclusive,、hmm. but she didn't. She just said, "Okay, if that's what you want, go ahead and do it." But she didn't say that she wanted to, nor did she say that she didn't want to.、Mm -hmm. She just stayed quiet. You、quietly. heard what you wanted to hear. Yeah, I heard exactly what I wanted to hear. Interesting. Let's talk about that. Yes.、Um, so you're listening to so we met online. We'll take a little deeper look at commitment, when we should go all in, and when we shouldn't. After the break. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com/sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers. Or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. So, we met online. 
but actually in this case, so they met online. Nice. I have a really good friend named Heidi, and she was in a very long-term relationship and hadn't online dated before, and she wanted to try one of the dating apps. Mm -hmm. And she asked me which app to try, and I suggested Bumble. Good choice. Thank you. It's it's a popular app. If you're not familiar with Bumble, the woman has to initiate the conversation first. So she goes on Bumble. Everything is good. She matches with a guy named Steve. She thinks he's really cute. They go out and they have a great time. They seem to really be hitting it off. So they're going out for uh, maybe a month, a month and a half, and they decide to plan a weekend trip together. I don't know if they had ever had the talk about right. exclusivity or not. Right. She seemed to think that they were exclusive. I don't know what he was thinking. How long were they together before going on this weekend? Maybe a month and a half. Okay. Pretty new, but enough into it that they wanted to go on this weekend trip together. So they go on this weekend trip to, I think, Vermont. Somewhere they weren't getting very good cell phone reception. They rented a car, and she was in the passenger seat, and he was driving. And I guess he needed some help with the directions. So he asked her if she could look at his phone. Oh, no. Well, exactly. If if she could look at his phone to get the directions. But there was nothing coming up on the phone because they were in a bad service area. Uh. So all of a sudden, when the service kicked in again, he started getting a million notifications, right? Mm. You know, from CNN, ESPN, (laughs) and Bumble. I was glad she addressed it right away. She said to him, are we still doing this? (laughs) Which I thought was kind of an appropriate thing to say. Continued, you know, I, I I didn't think we were still doing that. If it had been me, I would have been like, what the heck is this? <laughs> but, you know, Heidi's a little more demure. He said, no, no, we're not. Uh, I, I haven't even checked my matches. Uh-huh. Right. She called me after that. Wanted to tell me the story and tell me about the weekend and everything. And I am not shy with my friends in terms of what I'm thinking, which, you know. Well, you shouldn't be. That's gets why me you're in friends. trouble sometimes. But I have my friend's best interest at heart, and mm-hmm. I'm honest. And I said to her, he should have deleted the app right in front of you at that moment and say, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize it was still there. But he didn't. And that, to me, is a red flag. Yeah. Why didn't he? Why couldn't he just delete it? Yeah. And she said, no, I trust him. I'm sure he's really not checking his matches, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. So they were happy for, we'll call it another, I don't know, three weeks. Yeah. Then they broke up. And she and I talked about it after that. Again, they didn't break up over that, that he was still online. Mm -hmm. You know, now that you can see it a little bit more objectively, you see what happened there. He didn't want to give up the online dating app. That's a big thing lately, that people... Keep wanting to have someone in the wings, just in case. So while I want my friend Heidi to be really happy, I'm glad it's not with this guy because he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. He wanted to be on this weekend trip with her, having the time of his life, doing whatever they were doing, but also having women on Bumble waiting at the ready for when he wasn't with her anymore. And lo and behold, granted, I told her she should not be going back online the day after they broke up. Of course, she didn't listen, and she went back on, and she's like, oh, there's Steve. And I'm like, well, obviously, (laughs) he never left. And I want to talk about that, because it happens all the time now, where rather than the focusing on one person, when you think this could actually be something, it's having contingency plans. And even recently, a client of mine, I'm, I'm friends with his mother, she said, well, you know, he's got a girlfriend, but should we just, like, 
keep looking a little? And I said, no, we're done now. Job well done, high five. Let's see how it plays out. It's just so easy now to have people out there. In terms of defining the relationship, Ding the R, whatever you want to call it, Heidi and Steve did not do a very good job of that because clearly her interpretation was not his. So I want to talk about a few things that we think are synonymous. Yeah. Exclusivity, synonymous with being in a relationship, yes? Yes. I think so. Yes. How about with being boy and girlfriend or whatever you want to call it? Yes. I think so. How about no more online dating? Yes. Now, some people are like, well, what if I'm online dating, but I'm not checking my messages? That's still online dating. Yeah, well, well, okay, look, there's a lot of things to process in this. One, we all are keeping our options open. Let, I mean, let's just say what it is. Even when you're in a relationship? Even when people are in relationships today, for some reason, they want to keep those options open. And they're doing it because the accessibility of those options are so much easier, right? And people today in general, and I know this is a very broad statement, but we have gotten into a culture where we are unwilling to work or fight to make a relationship work. I agree. And what happens is the first sign of difficulties, we say, I don't need that. I'll find somebody Wait. else who's better. Peace out. I'm going Peace back out. on Tinder. Right. And and not only am I going back on Tinder, I never left the Exactly. App. How do you ever build a relationship if you always have one foot out the door? Right. You know, I say to my friends, I say to my clients, I say to myself, there will always be people around. I don't believe in soulmates. I believe you're compatible with a lot of people. If you focus on a new relationship for, say, even a year, and then it doesn't work out, there will still be people out yeah. there, right? Because if you never put both feet into that relationship, it will end. It'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy that you're keeping your options open in that relationship in case it doesn't work out, but then it won't work out because you're keeping your options open. Yeah. And then it, you're proving exactly what you were trying to. Online dating has become sort of an addiction. It sure has. We have become addicted to being liked. Right. Absolutely. And, and what online dating is a reminder that there are people out there that are interested in us. And because we in some ways start to become desperate for companionship or desperate for a connection, intimacy or feelings of being desired and wanted, that craving is why we keep that app readily available to us. It's because all of a sudden we just received 10 notifications of 10 different people that are saying, hey, I'm interested in you. Who doesn't like that? We like that feeling. Yeah, people are not as willing as right. they used to be. And, you know, honestly, I never thought of that need to be liked as a reason to stay online. I've always just thought of it as people want to keep their options open. People are always looking. You could find a 10 and you want an 11. Yes. Right? Now, I love online dating. I mean, we already made that clear. Right. I think it's right. an amazing yes. tool. But I definitely think there are drawbacks, too. Totally. Which is, what's the study? Too many options. You're not happy with any of them. Right? Just like with online dating, right? You're always looking for the grasses, you know, the greener grass. or I call it the candy store. I well, love sure. candy, and right? I call I, it grass is greener syndrome, right? I, I love gummy bears and I love M&Ms. And if I see a gummy bear, I'm like, I want the gummy bear. But if I see an M&M... I might want the M&M as well. Okay, who likes gummy bears? Me. Ugh, they get stuck in your teeth. Oh, I gummy pulled bears. A, I pulled a crown out once. Ugh, anyway. I love those things. <laughs> 
So. Just, just saying. When you do decide to be exclusive, one, you got to find the person who wants that at the same time as you, right? So in the story you told, in your case, she didn't want it right. at the same time. But when you do, when you sit down and you actually have that conversation, which needs to happen, you can't just assume because we all know when you assume things what happens, right? But when you have that conversation, that's a good time to take down your profiles together. It could be fun. Grab a glass of wine, have a profile deletion party. Yeah, yeah. That's really fun and you know you're on the same page and you're showing each other. Yep. And yep. it has to be said what the exclusivity means to you because apparently in this day and age it could mean different things to different people. Well, and I think also knowing the apps, right? Knowing the experiences. So you're in your story you mentioned how Bumble notifications came up. Mm-hmm. Those notifications don't come up if he's not swiping. Oh, he was swiping. Right. I have no doubt that he never stopped being right. active on exactly. that Exactly. If you're more aware of how these apps work, so if you do see those things, you're able to call it out a little bit more as it is. That's also helpful. It's just another way for you to kind of protect yourself in, in this process. Absolutely. Any other thoughts on exclusivity? I, I've said it time and time again, and I'll say it again. I think the hopeless romantic in me. You're so cute. I know desires this idealism that I meet somebody and we don't have to have the conversation. We just naturally are attracted to each other. We're all into each other. And you're not even thinking about options because you just know that you're there for each other. Who doesn't want that? We all want it. But the practical side. Exactly. The practical side is, the reality is, I think you ultimately do have to have the conversation. And I don't think it needs to be an awkward conversation. I don't think it needs to be a conversation like, honey, let's sit down. I think we need to talk about this. I think it's an ongoing conversation. I've said it before in previous podcasts, conversation is the root of what is important in your relationship. And if this isn't something else that you can talk about throughout the stages of your relationship, without throughout getting to know somebody and be comfortable with having these conversations about, I like you, I want to be with you. I want to be, I want to take it to the next level. I, I'm interested in you more than just where we are. I want to talk about our profiles. Can we take them down? And if we can have that conversation throughout the process, then I think it becomes more natural for us. I completely agree. And this is a good indication of how communication in the rest of the relationship will go. Because if you're feeling nervous to bring up to somebody who you want to be exclusive with, that you want to be exclusive, you're afraid you're going to scare this person away, then either it's not the right person or you need to work on your communication skills. I mean, I have a good friend who's now been married for many years who I think they still have issues bringing up important things. And it all started because they never talked about exclusivity when they were dating. I think it just got compounded. So think about that. If you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't want to tell him I like him. Is that the right person for you? Is this the right relationship for you? Because when I like someone, it's the first thing I want to tell them. It's the last thing I want to tell everybody. And I think our gut helps us in that process too, right? Sure. We Our gut tells us, yeah, I think this person's into me. Right. Or I have some doubts. I have some right. questions. I'm not sure. And if you're going to scare them away, they're meant to be scared away. Yes. On that note, if you have any questions, find us online at sowemetonline.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, so we met online. Next week, oh my gosh, this is going to be it. This is this the is topic be... we have building up for, for I don't know how long. Who, Who pays? pays on the date. Who pays? Who pays? Let's talk. Thanks for listening.